We're going for it. All right. Yeah, we're good. That sound good right here? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. We are, as as we promised last time, me and Jordan were talking about, in the last podcast, we released it late because because we released it late. <laughs> and then <laughs> we, talking about, we were talking about the craziness of the presidential election. And the one mention of the presidential election is about as far as I want to talk about that into this podcast. But then we... Th- no, man, I just really thought we'd just dive right hit, right into this thing. No, not <laughs> no, doing that. Okay, deal. <laughs> Big negative. Deal. So, but then we said we, we foreshadowed that you two, Gary, Charlie, were coming down to hunt this weekend. We said we're going to hop in and grab a podcast with y'all. You need to get closer to your mic. I'm, I, I, here's, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> when you get up on it, it sounds great. What about this? Right here? That's a little, little too much. A little less. To about right here? That's perfect. Right there. I Just got, do not move Just tape it, tape it right there. Dude. How's this? That's, That's perfect. Great. Yeah. Okay. I'll stay like this. So, yeah. I, um, You're not allowed to look at people. You just got to stay forward. I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't recorded a podcast without being able to monitor what the audio is like in like three years you're looking at me again sorry you want to do you want to switch microphones I no do i do not I, okay. I appreciate the challenge all right let's do it <laughs> so here we sit in the living room of the camp gary charlie jordan and myself y'all came in what i don't even know what today's saturday, saturday yeah today's saturday like, we it's, came in it is 10 40 on saturday night yeah. This is the latest I've ever recorded a podcast. It's the latest I've ever recorded a podcast. <laughs> I tried to get them. Like, Jordan, we were cooking supper, and I was like, my, my angle is I'm going to try to record it in the morning. That way I can go to sleep. <laughs> People Gary. are going to think we have no life. They're like, what are they doing? Well, right we now? don't. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We really don't. I mean, with the pandemic, nothing's <laughs> nothing's no going on, you know? Yeah, no. So y'all two came down to hunt the ever-infamous zoo. The zoo. And, it's been uh, incredible. Hang out with – yeah, hang, come and hang out for the weekend. Man, it's been cool just to really see the property because I've yeah. only seen it in the lens of like social media with like y'all working on it. Yeah, and like to actually get out in the field, sit in some stands, and the setups y'all have made are really cool. Yeah, I mean, like we're like if these guys are hyping it up, it's got to be good, you know. Can't I mean, we, we gotta go. Well, it's cool because like we've got to like hunt a bunch of different like. Th- there's so much going on on that property with yeah. like transition lines, hardwoods. Yeah. field edge field that just like the thick bedding areas and it's just like y'all have really strategically <laughs> placed these places and it's it's really i mean i think it's going to be a really fruitful property so the zoo is 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 hard as like it has so much me and jordan have talked about this before not on the podcast but just me and him talking because and it probably overflows in like the the instagram post or whatever but that it has so much diversity in that one place, it's insane. You know, I mean, it really is. Yeah, it's it's really it's a little bit of everything that you could think of in a Mississippi property put into one small place. Yeah, yeah I mean, you drive like <laughs> if you can ride in the the buggy or whatever and go like fifty yards, and then you're like, you feel like you're on a different property on certain. You know, you yeah, go, you go a little bit no, farther. No, like oh, there's a pond over here, and then it's like it changes the terrain like, like really quickly. Part of it, you think you're in the Midwest, then you go back there to like where Gary was this afternoon, and you're like, I'm in the Mississippi Delta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. No, yeah. I, I mean, I like that hardwood stuff, and I mean, it's funny because you got to the property, and the highest piece of elevation is like where we like park the trucks. Yeah. So you have this awesome bird's eye view, and it's like Mississippi as it gets, just yeah. flat. Mm-hmm. So like we're, I, we're used to like – the tennessee area and it's like 
hardwood hardwood ridge after hardwood ridge and it's just like everything is the same so like patterning up there sometimes can be difficult depending on if there is edge or not yeah i I think i mean there's a lot of the reasons why the zoo became special to me and jordan um but a lot of it had to do with we started hunting it when we were still at cottonmouth but you know we spent so much time there at cottonmouth the zoo was kind of like where we would go when we it was kind of just like a break in the monotony so to speak does that make sense yeah i mean it's just like with me i love like with carter's deal with habco and developing properties like with me that fits right in my little bucket yeah no know? doubt because yeah. i'm like yeah we're we're finna make something out of this place so we're gonna do this this and this next year blah 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 blah. and it was i loved it well like a case in point of that is i think we we were deer hunting when we saw the ducks for the first time yeah we're going scouting for turkeys that's what it was yep. that's what it was and we saw because last year y'all saw it this year it's all like it's planted in food plots and it's kind of sections different you know but last year was a lot more planted peanut fields and it flooded and we were coming around like jordan said we we're listening for turkeys and we saw this just wad of mallards and so then the idea was birthed to like put a duck hole in there i was about to say and Did we you? saw some mallards yeah that's about to say yeah. that you, we in saw that, some in those holes yep I mean, that whole creek is just covered in them. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, wood ducks and everything. Like, yeah. I was just like, man, it's just like, I, I obviously the wood ducks, but it's just yeah. like, I mean, it's cool that all this different type of habitat is. I mean, Charlie had a group of five toms like it, show up today. It's still like, just because you, you were talking about, <laughs> about wood ducks, like, it's like uh, this day and age, I don't know if it's a society thing or like an age thing. But these days, people get so zoned in, which obviously there's nothing wrong with mallards. We were just talking about mallards. But I feel like wood ducks get commonly maligned just because they are so common. But that's one of the prettiest ducks out there. And y'all both saw them. They're everywhere on that place. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They got kind of like a little rooster thing going on their head. That little sprout coming out top. Yeah, I know, man. But yeah, like I said, they were everywhere. Like this morning, I was like right up against a creek bed and they were just right behind me yeah. and i was just like it's like well i ain't seen no deer for the first hours so i'll just watch these ducks just piddle around so, <laughs> so i want to take like i know I'm, I'm bad about doing this i want to take it's like a step back because we were talking about this before we started recording just like the the journey like the path that was taken because this is the this is the yeah this is the second time y'all been on the podcast Correct. yes y'all, y'all been yeah i mean yeah i mean it's only been that one other time yeah. Yep. No. Uh, yeah. That was. Then y'all jumped on ours too. That's yeah. why it makes it feel like we've been like, yeah. on. Yeah. So that's times. it. So it's a it's a funny story because so when we do the the Primos podcast, I've told y'all this before. Usually, like during the hunting season, we're so we're hunting ourselves, and there's so much going on hunting season. I don't have to like reach that far for guests to talk to. Mm-hmm. But during the summertime, when there's not hunting, that's when I kind of have to try to exercise my creative muscle and find some. You know, I'm like, all right, let me find something outside the box and so that's how i found that's how that's how this whole relationship with y'all started yeah uh a friend of mine was literally this is how it happened a friend a guy that worked with us was watching a uh a video of y'all playing and gary was wearing a hat that had a it was something to do with like duck hunting was on the hat you know what it was it was that old like thrift shop hat you had for a long time yeah that's the funny thing because like i found that like at a thrift shop in the middle of nowhere but like, <laughs> people used to ask him all the time they're like what is that dude and he was like it's i have no idea it was something like a duck club <laughs> yeah it was a duck club in arkansas and like i can't remember the, but like 
a, a few times, like we when we'd been in Arkansas, people were like, "You." It was you PWDC or <laughs> yeah, something Yeah, PWDC, like that. wherever that is. I don't know. I can't, but I was just like. That's funny. But, yeah, I just had it on. I just like the hat. I wore that thing out. But that's shit you used to wear it a lot. But, I yes, I, I do like to hunt. Like, we them straight up. Like, I saw that. And I was like, wait a second. This dude's a hunter. And then I hit him up. I'm like, hey, y'all should come on the podcast. All right, so if anybody out there just put on a, a hunting cap, just maybe have a duck you'll on be your on hat. the podcast. It's, you know, that's just all it's you hope need. for everyone out there. Just put yeah. a duck on your hat. Yeah. So then we yeah, we put, like, hunter-seeking hunters. They kept hunters. <laughs> oh, man, he hunts. <laughs> got to talk to him. Hunter-seeking hunters. That's, for a a second, minute, that's the second YouTube channel name we're going to come up with. For a 30-minute conversation, tops. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hunter dating app. Well, it's I like mean, nothing strange. We just want to talk. Hunters only. It is, but like, <laughs> it really is kind of funny because the first time there was no frame of reference. Like, you just hit us up, and uh, I was like, that was I, it. I, I, like, I, I like, I grew up watching Primos on Outdoor Channel, and I was like, yeah. Lake wants to talk. I was like, let's let's chat. And yeah. then he's like, we're going to do this thing with Primos. I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Like, let's talk. And yeah. then we had that, and then it was kind of just <laughs> through nowadays you can keep up with people via yeah. social media you feel like well you know we them. tried to because i remember because honestly you know how it is and i haven't i'll preface it this way i haven't there, there's been a, a couple different guests that have come on that i've I've contacted that way just kind of cold like i have no mm-hmm. reference to them or no connection to them other than i just go straight to them and try to get a hold of them but just some people you i guess just like I talked to y'all, I was like, seemed like some cool guys. And then y'all were, you know, you're fairly close being in Nashville and stuff. I thought he was about to say they're, they're fairly cool. I mean, you <laughs> know, I mean, they're okay. all right. They're okay. Like, I don't mind. Well, no, the, I, that's where the idea came about. We were, uh, Ben, who was our executive producer at the time, he's like, hey, why don't you, you know, if you want to, because um, that was, yeah, we were two years into our podcast at the time. And he was like, why don't you have them come down and they can hunt and hang out? I was like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. So I, we tried to get y'all to come down to Cottonmouth. But then, yeah, we're still salty about that. But I'm then, still salty about that. <laughs> I'm still salty. But then the flood came. Yeah, yeah that was did, weird. Which was which was not fun because I had to call or, or text y'all that hey, so you can't come. Hey, remember I, how we were like almost friends? Yeah, we still can't be. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> our deer camp is underwater. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, that was a bad deal. I felt I really did. I felt terrible. I was like, this is they probably think I'm just. What about to, like, you, Jordan? Did you feel terrible? I didn't know y'all were coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. Must have Bud Light's coming down. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real. Like the grapes? <laughs> well, I want some scupper dogs. Yeah. Seven dogs. <laughs> yeah. But, but then it was like, I mean, it's kind of funny. The first time I met y'all was at the airport in Maine. In Maine. Bangor, Maine. Yeah. Bangor, Maine. Yeah, so we like did a, uh, I don't know how that even trip came about. You, you initiated it. Hundred percent, you initiated it. I think. I think <laughs> I was looking for like a late. Okay, preference. Not claiming to be a, a real, real turkey hunter till this year, and so like, you just like to go. Yeah, I love. I love being out there, and this year because of COVID, we were obviously not touring, and so I was just like, okay, well, it's spring. Yeah. Let's try turkey hunting, and I got freaking ate up with it. And and I now, ate up is an understatement. Yeah. yeah. And so I just I just took the time and went to a bunch of different states, and then I just wanted to extend the season as long as I could. So like that's how like I had kept in contact with y'all to a degree, but COVID and and Gary getting just head over heels about turkeys is how all of this just turned started. into what it is now. Right. Because like all like. It came about like I was talking. Me and you were talking throughout the spring a fairly mm-hmm. good bit. 
Well, and I think I it like, started because I was in Mississippi with yeah. with with the Spring Legion boys. And well, well, what happened is we kept talking, and then like y'all came, y'all played Logan Cook's wedding. Yes, and we were supposed to come to that. Or we, we both, Jordan and I both were invited to it, but it was the same weekend as NWTF convention. Right. Shout out so Logan we, Cook's wedding. Sh- shout, shout out, out Logan, Logan Cook's Cook. wedding. Yeah, Logan, he's okay, but his wedding. Yeah, but was his wedding was cool. fire. <laughs> Y'all want to hear a funny <laughs> quick co- story about uh, Logan's wedding? I would love to hear a funny story about Logan's wedding. So they apparently there was like way more people there Huge than they wedding. than they thought was going to be. Logan's there. been on this podcast. Yeah. Humongous yeah. wedding. Yeah. Logan's the guy. We love Logan, and so uh, <laughs> we're playing Logan's wedding, and. They're having the ceremony, and we're just the wedding band. Yeah. Like, and we're not a wedding band, but like, you were but, that day. But we were that day. <laughs> and uh, so we're like sitting in the way back yeah. when the ceremony's going, but there's like no microphones or anything, and they're like saying their vows to each other, and it's dead quiet. Right. And then our merch guy's like, the food's already out. And cookies too and he's like nice. oh you know what? i'm just gonna go grab one of those cookies and he kicks over like this metal bucket <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole ceremony just goes i guess just see. looks back <laughs> oh. and i was at the door and i, I just like dug my head and i just walked out oh and I was that's like, great yeah that was funny oh man but, yeah shout out to logan Cook. i think shout we told him that i hope we told him that until he heard it, well, unless he he's just hearing it right now. But he listens, to, or he tells me he listens to it. I don't know if he does. <laughs> this will be a good litmus test. I won't say a word to yeah, him. If he hits me up about, all right, I know you're really oh, listening. Heck yeah! Thanks for listening, Logan. <laughs> but no, so y'all played there, and then we couldn't be there because we, me and Jordan, both had to be at the end of a TF. And then y'all were playing in Jackson at Doolin Hall, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was we like I was we were supposed to go to that. And then we, that was, y'all played the day we left to go to Florida. Yeah, we left that morning. Yeah. Yeah. Just what it meant to be. I guess not. But we did just play around the campfire, though. You did. That's probably better than than going to the show with all the crazy crowd, you know. We got our own VIP experience. That's fair. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Very important peoples. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But no, it was, it was funny because, like, just Gary, the, the, communication between us just picked up and i was like man this dude's really into some turkey hunting but then you like i was i figured i was like oh with the covid thing he's getting to go a lot more and then you 100 percent like you initiated that main trip you're like i'm I'm, it's you know i'm trying to figure out a place to go and then it all just came together we went to maine great trip well like me i had just got back from like a three-week haul Yes, you have. Yeah, because I think we like initially started talking about it, and you were still on that. He yeah. was, and I got home. I was like, ah, I probably won't go. And I got home. I was there home like two days. And I was like, Jesse, what would you think if I want another turkey trip? <laughs> and I forget what kind of deal I had to make, but I had to make some kind of arrangement because we didn't. Think, I didn't think he was going. I remember thinking. I remember yeah. telling you I didn't think he was going. I think it's think it's just gonna be me and you, man. Yeah. And you came over to the house and we did a podcast that morning. I was like, you ready to buy these plane tickets? Yeah, you did. And I was like, <laughs> I thought you weren't going. Yeah. Because at one point Jordan was like, you know, you can go whether I go or not. I was like, Jordan, I'm going if you go or not. Like I'm like, going. Uh, to that's Maine. decided. Like, like, like I'm gonna go. Yeah, and he was. And then the next thing I know, Jordan's like, "Hey, so I think I'm flying American Airlines." I was like, "You said you weren't. Well, you Never can't mind. go without me. <laughs> I mean, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody going in the season after I do. <laughs> it's not possible." Next thing I know, Jordan's on the plane. We're headed to Maine. But then, to your point, though, Jordan was like, we "We're talking, but we had talked. Me and you had talked all throughout that spring, and he was like, have you met Gary?'" I was like, 
No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember getting off that plane and y'all picked me up and I was like, these dudes are big. <laughs> these guys <laughs> are tall. Fat. Yeah. Well, no. Estás muy grande. I'm like f- five, six on a good day. <coughs> so shit like with boots on like five, six and a half. But, but, that uh, in a, that plays its advantages with the spring turkey. I yeah, wish I could fair. shrink my height down. Two advantage a in the turkey woods. It is. Yeah, I just got a uh, a Beretta that's as long as me too. So that thing. <laughs> that, is is a, that is a funny sight. I yeah. Ain't there is a picture that I. <laughs> I can <laughs> I do, do tell. There's a picture of of Jordan and Gary, glassing together, standing by side, standing side by side. <laughs> it's like Jordan and his little I boy. It looks like there. father and son. Like it looks. <laughs> Y'all should post I, that as a happy Father's I Day took it, primo I took thing. It like I was trying to, all right, let me, I got to. This could be a cool picture. I was like, like I got to update my Instagram. My Instagram, you know, I hadn't done it in a while. There's a cool main sunset. Let me get this picture of Jordan and Gary Glass and looking for turkeys. And then I'm like, this looks like a Father's Day post. Yeah. <laughs> you just say it, dude. It was fun. It's a fun trip, though, because, I mean, yeah. we just, I mean, we came. Right, it was like we we were stuck together for five days. So I hope y'all. So I hope y'all y'all better. Hope y'all like and me. And the you worst know? crappy <laughs> hotel imaginable. It would have been really <laughs> awkward if they hated you. Who'd be like, oh damn? I'll say the name Admiral. Uh, what Admiral's was Ocean. Admiral's Inn. Ocean Inn. <sighs> Go there at your own risk. I yes. think there was some sting operations going on, and it was. No, do you remember? How much was it? <laughs> how much was the hotel? It was like eighty or ninety dollars a night. Yeah, that seems was, a little high for how y'all describing it. So we we talked to. I don't know if I don't know if the person wants to say who it was. We talked to someone who was in law enforcement, the very nice person, very nice person, and we made the joke. We were like, "This looks like a spot where someone would do a sting operation," and we said it jokingly. And they were like, "Oh no, they have." <laughs> we're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're like, oh no, they definitely have." Was, a, I got it. You know, <laughs> all, the it's, it all, was, all the time. It was it was so bad that we like because the last day we left it. We we killed we killed all together collectively. Like I killed my bird the last day, yeah. And then I was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna eat this ninety dollars. Let's go get at least like a motel six. And we or jumped something. on that idea so okay. fast. Yeah. No one opposed. And we drove right, back to Bangor, and we were just like, "All right, let's let's go. I'm out of yeah. here." You can't go wrong with like a Holiday Inn or something. Was there? Dude, no well, we stayed a, a Motel Six, Literally, and that thing was like a five star hotel. You could to, not get worse than where we stayed. Yeah. <laughs> As far as that, well then, go. but then, I remember Gary went to go get some more towels or something at one time, and like they were stained. Yeah, she had, wouldn't give you some or something at one point or something too. You went to go get something. And She's she like, we use these to clean up all the blood. You know, <laughs> I, I just remember too, like there was a weird maintenance thing that happened, and they were just like. They were trying to rip the floor out of our shower. Yeah, <laughs> that's how <laughs> it was. We were, were there, and I and I remember I like had a talk to and i was like hey no like i like made fabricated things like hey guys we're working up here and i was like to be honest i don't trust any of y'all like to, to be up in this room while we're not here we got expensive yeah, we equi- need, we're just gonna keep all our stuff like solitary yeah, yeah. and they, so yeah. so i think we like that it's like well just give us our money back and we'll leave or whatever i can't it's, it was something of, of that stamp we, yeah. we weren't supposed they were gonna charge us extra to have three people in the room so every time like the May lady would come. I'd duck under the either, bed. Either me or Jordan would be jumping under a bed. <laughs> well, I knew we 
<laughs> yeah. I, we knew that place was ready as soon as, like, I, I walked in. She was dragging on a Marlboro Red barefooted, and then a cat hopped on the counter. <laughs> and I was like, where are we staying, bro? <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Gary gets back in the car, and he was like, dude, she took me. He tells us about the cat and everything and her, you know, puffing on her Marlboro Red. He's like, dude, she took me to the first room. She she walks in the door. She goes to flip the light on, and the wall socket is hanging out of the hanging out of the wall. And the, and she's like, uh, if you want, we can take you to another room. It has a Roku box. We're like, well, let's go. Does it, does it have Netflix? Yeah. But no, shit. We were in there taking a nap. We were taking a nap at like noon, and a guy comes in there. He's trying to bust the bottom out of the shower because he's working on the plumbing or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. We we're like, this isn't gonna work. It worked out. I mean, the thing is, those days were so long. We were only in that hotel like three hours a day, I feel yeah, like. Truthfully, so it was yeah. just like, whatever. So I guess it didn't really matter. Yeah, yeah it was just like a quick nap. We would be out roosting birds till <coughs> 10 p.m. And then first light was like before, like prime goblin time was like 10 till 4, I feel like. It yeah. was so early. Yeah. So early. Yeah. But yeah, no, we did the main trip. And then what else did we do? Oh, we had that dove, dove hunt. Yeah, we did the dove, dove hunt. hunt. And then Charlie came down. Charlie that's come down yeah, that's when that. I got to meet Lake. Yeah, that's the first time, the time I first met time, y'all. Yeah. I met you in person. And um, so, yeah, then we had birthed this little idea about y'all coming down to the zoo and hanging out. And unf- like, so we, we can be real, right? Like, the 100%, I mean, the zoo is a special place, 100%, no doubt about that. But the weather was not the most cooperative this weekend. It had been pretty good. All this warm stuff moved in. But one thing that I did learn, like I, I like, like I said, I'm pretty new to like hunting. Like I've in the past, it's like go get in a tree stand a couple times a year because we just don't have the time. Sure, but it goes to show not pressure. How what not pressure in a place? Yeah, with bad weather and even not ideal wind, like can still get some pretty good movement. Yeah, because like t- today, for example. I went to stand over that, uh, whatever the the water chest or swamp, swamp chestnut. chestnut. Yeah. I got to get my trees right. That's see, I got to learn that too. But uh, <coughs> it was weird. I had a deer would literally blow at, come in within sixty yards, blow at me or blow at something because I knew something wasn't right. And then one of them chestnuts would drop. They go right to it, back at it, yeah. and then smell something again. That wind would swirl, blow again, go right back to eating, and they just stayed. Yeah. So Jordan kind of. Explain that set where, where we put Gary this afternoon. It was a spot, man, you found. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in search. Like, we knew they were, knew these boys were coming like a month and a half ago, so we went on a scouting mission. Mm-hmm. Hanging stands, going to find some good spots we thought thought would be good. Check the spot that I hunted last year I killed my monster at, and we couldn't find any acorns there. It was like, we got to punt back up. And uh, He says monster facetiously. Yeah, very much. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, me and you were just riding around looking because we knew wasn't nobody going to hunt it for a while so we were just kind of blowing through things just make, looking to see if we could find the right spot mm-hmm. and uh, we came around this corner it was like there's swamp chestnut right there there's acres on the ground it's like it. in the middle of the road literally it splits well, the road well, it is a road but it's old like, it road, doesn't yeah. really get traveled anymore. it's close to that antenna highway yeah but uh, we actually looked at another one right up the lane from where you were Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find a good tree right there. It was like, I was like, all right, well, we ain't got no good setup here. Even if it's a good tree, you can't hunt unless it's good setup. So we was like, maybe we'll find another one down the road. And then we happened upon the one you were on. We were like, 
this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Not only we could see but, it was starting to drop, we could look up and see how many it had on it. We're like, that's going to be a food source for a while. Yeah, but the way it's set up, it is freaking prime if you've got a good, consistent wind. We, you know, learned that today because we were swirling. But, like, you're looking to the south, and to the south of you is, like, 60 acres of 15-year-old hardwood cutover. Yeah. So, I mean, that's prime bedding for deer. Mm-hmm. Thick, nasty swamp. I mean, that's where them big ones like to stay. And behind these big open hardwoods, so it's automatically like they're not staying in open hardwoods; they're staying over here. So, but for the rut, that'll be a prime spot. Transition after transition in there, you got a creek or a ditch, which the deer are gonna travel anyway, and they're gonna run that road scent checking that cut over. So, I mean, it's just a really, really prime spot. I think we'll yeah. find out. Yeah, I mean, it it looked like it. Yeah, so what what had happened is one we you went in there and like checked it like one time after I went and put a camera on it. Yeah, I knew a camera was on it, but like you went there and physically looked. Yes, and it was just completely tore up. Tore up. We were getting consistent pictures, and then y'all hunted. Y'all had the ability to hunt yesterday afternoon, but the wind was not right at all. Yeah, and so and reason I think it's worth touching out on this is because we we talk a lot about not hunting a spot if the wind is right you know getting everything in your favor which is hugely important um the wind tonight where you were where you were was not if it was like opposite wrong we'd be like it's not even worth it yeah so but it wasn't the perfect wind either it was Mm -hmm. like this could work it might not it was if 50 50 yeah and so we were like these boys got one more afternoon we're not going to be hunting there for at least another what week and a half at best Yeah. yeah so we were like, well, it's, it's it's worth now. Now is an appropriate time to roll the dice and try it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, not boogering it the first night. Just like figure out somewhere else to go and just see. And yeah. just, I mean, so yeah, that's what we did. And yeah. it's, yeah. I mean, didn't work out. But you know, you might have had depending on the weather and the wind, it could have been yeah prime. Yeah, but it would have been prime. I bought Charlie over here had a very eventful evening it's yesterday. High, it's the highlight <laughs> of the weekend. We crossed the. Daggum milestone. He sure we did. did. I got my first my first deer with a with a well. I got a shot of the crossbow. His art, yeah. My first archery, first archery, archery, deer archery deer, equipment. Yeah. yeah, it counts. Yeah, it counts. No, I mean man. it was awesome. I, I mean, I, it was a pretty cool experience. It, we had we had a bunch of people in the blind. <laughs> Jordan was <laughs> yeah. in there. Carter was in there with me. <laughs> we had a good old time. Yeah, we did. It was. It, I really enjoyed it, and it was uh, it was a fun day because we we were probably sitting for you know maybe 10 minutes before we saw uh, some activity and there was like two does that, that were just running and playing yeah. we got in the, blind in the field like 2 30 and so that's it, like we talk about this all the time we talk about like you said about putting pressure on deer you don't see that in a place that yeah gets pressure they a were lot. playing yeah like that's unpressured deer. yeah just running around like literally like kids playing and, all, and we were like dang and and that's the thing like obviously we were wanting y'all to see get shots at some mature deer the weather was not our friend in that in that regard but even still you know um like there's something i mean i the thing that stuck out with me and you, you hunting yesterday i heard you say this is a first for me like five times yeah well i, I mean one of the first was seeing well I, I saw like 22 deer in the field so i was like this is the most deer i've ever seen in a field yeah. at one time yeah and then i also i saw to, to speak about the deer not being pressured either 
there was like a four point out there and like multiple does that were just laying down in the middle of like the field. Like they bedded down in the field? Right, I mean, yeah. There's like six of them In the middle down. of the field, I was like, is that normal? He was like, nah. nah. So, and here's, like, <laughs> nah. Here's, my, here's my, I won't say it's an argument, but like we talked about it before, I know there's like a big shtick these days where if you're not hunting public land, you're not, you're not doing anything. Yeah. For the you're not, you're not yeah. cool. Obviously, I have nothing against public land. You know what I mean? But you're, the whole basis of of that is like you're hunting deer that are heavily influenced by human and humans and human pressure so like what's the more wild animal the one that's exposed to humans all the time or the one that's left to its own environment you see what i'm saying right right so that that's the way i look so i mean there's not there's not a wrong answer there you know both of them but i I get upset at the people that try to beat their chest one way or the other it's all of it's hunting but I think it's cool just for someone to have the opportunity to see how those animals act when they're not just exposed to constant pressure. Totally, because they, I mean they act like a different animal. They really do. And it, I mean it was I mean it was noticeable too. So it was, yeah. it was just cool to witness. It is it's different. Like it it was cool talking to Jordan, talking about how fired up you got because it, it's. I wish we could have all been in that blind. Yeah. Shoot, we probably could have fit in that thing. Yeah. Oh, we 100% could have fit one more in there. Y'all are, <laughs> y- y- are in a surround view, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah those things, yeah. We, I mean, we were in one of those, too. Yeah. Those things are – that was the first time I'd ever sat in one. It's crazy. It's yeah, so I was much like, room. this is awesome. Well, it's just like having to where you can see through the whole thing. Yeah. It's just incredible. But it was good. So that was that was definitely the highlight for, for my weekend, knowing you got to kill – because it, it it's, it's very different taking one with archer equipment. Totally. Compared to no, the it rifle was hunt. man. I mean, you know, and everybody talks about the. I mean, you get the adrenaline when you when you shoot a deer anyway, sure, and, yeah. or with anything. But um, there was definitely like a higher. I mean, the, the deer was twenty five yards, and so yeah. just I'd never shot one that close before, and just having that that close, that much closer, really made it like, whew, you know, you take that yeah. big breath after you after you make the shot, and you're like, dang, like that was incredible and yeah. they have no idea you're eating where around no yeah i was no. talking to, to gary about that today like that that's what made me fall for bow hunting a lot harder than i did and again i don't like bow hunting gun hunting do whatever makes you happy but it's like bow hunting you have to kind of gain a more intimate knowledge i know that may sound like a goofy word but like you you're not going to be consistently successful at bow hunting if you don't get a deeper in intimate so to speak level knowledge of how those deer are going to act you have to understand how they move and what areas Mm -hmm. they you can guess where they're going to come from and just to get close enough yeah yeah Yeah. so like would you say it takes even a little more knowledge then like yeah uh, yeah. oh yeah yeah it takes more time more dedication more patience i mean and there was there was a point in that afternoon where there was uh it was a fawn but i mean she was 10 yards from, yeah. from the blind yeah. see that field that we were hunting in yesterday it was like all that growed up area to the left of us is i don't know a 20 acre field probably mm-hmm. and those deer last year i mean they were scattered all across it so we wrote down notes for this year we're gonna cut it in half and make it in like design it in a way where those deer when they come out that back if they, they want to go towards yeah. the front they come out right by the blind yep and you saw that happen. Well, like, you, yeah, because they were all. I mean, at the, when I say I saw twenty-two deer, I mean they were literally all in the back corner, like two hundred yards adjacent right. to where we were. Yeah. And then you were like, "Look, we like the way we designed this field. They're going to walk right to, toward us." And I mean, sl- I mean, obviously it was very slow over a few hours, but sure. <laughs> sure enough, that, like 
over half the pile was right there. I mean, yeah. 25, 30 yards. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see that happen over. Uh, that's what really gets my blood going is d- doing that. Putting well, because all the pre-planning goes, it comes plan to fruition. Putting together yeah. and you see it happen and it works. And you're like, dang, like we you got know, we, we figured them out for this one. Was, you it know? was really cool to see that happen. It's fun for me because like, obviously me and Jordan are, you know, me and Jordan spend a lot of time around each other. And and I enjoy the des- the design part. It's not like I don't enjoy it, but Jordan Jordan has a much deeper appreciation for that whole food plot design and that that whole side of it way more than I do. That's just my thing. I love yeah, it for like, sure. And you 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 see him get way more fired it's like, up about no, it's that. It's from kind of like a development yeah. pr- part, like mindset, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I mean, him which has got to be even like you said, it's got to be rewarding for you too, just to be able to almost design it like that and then see it happen so yeah i mean that was my first sitting there to actually watch and see how they were going to react with it the way we did it this year yeah i think i think too like i mean especially for your for your first time too me personally like in that setup for that like i like the i remember the first time i killed a deer with a bow it's like in hardwoods and it just it just comes up on you and you don't really expect it but in that sense you got to watch these things for a couple hours get adjusted kind of okay they're here instead of just like one just pops up is the first one you see out of nowhere and he just like right there it's like okay now we get to watch the progression as they move up on this field Mm -hmm. okay We've kind of settled in. There's 22 of them out here right. or whatever. One gets closed. Well, and two, take your pick. It was kind of. I mean, we were obviously waiting on a shooter buck, and I was like, it was getting to about 10 minutes left of, of like shooting light, you know. Yeah. And I really hadn't even made my mind up yet, and it was like with those 10 minutes i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna harvest the dough and then <laughs> yeah, so he's like we're here we're yeah, here to shoot something like, was like come on like, let's get one of these i was like all right and so that, then i they kind of clicked you know the snap of a finger i was like i got a little nervous you know and yeah. I was like, yeah okay like yeah, this, this is really, i'm really gonna take a shot you know yeah. And, yeah but it worked out and it was it was awesome and it was, i mean just to be able to see i mean witness it that close myself and with the first archery kill was yeah. was awesome yeah, and like it's our only thing now, because like it's not like well, we don't know what the what the future holds, right? But we we would like for y'all to come back down here again. Oh, no, we'll be back. Like a little back. bit better yeah, and get another crack we'll at back. it. But it was it was fun for like we alluded earlier. We we talk on here. I'm sure we've mentioned all the time about how me and Jordan can both agree because we we've said it before how people can get so focused in on it's not deer hunting. It's big buck hunting it's just killing sure. the biggest antler deer sure. if i like man you're missing so much of it right man. and like again obviously you experienced it yesterday absolutely how fired up it was for oh you, i mean you know, it was that dough. it was one of the best feelings in the woods you can have you know yeah. and, it, and it, it doesn't you don't have to shoot a monster buck at, to be successful Mm-mm. at hunting you know not at all yeah obviously it's like, a great thing to do <clears throat> you can attest to this and i know for a fact like me and gary talking about it last night or one of y'all like when i'm bow hunting i get just as nervous just the same amount of nerves as i do if there's a big buck standing there at 20 yards like there's mm-hmm. no difference yeah in my nerves i'm just like that adrenaline's there either way yep. right yeah yeah i mean it's i mean yeah to add on to that too and the fact is is we were talking <laughs> about this as like i had opportunities every, yeah. every sit that been well except the first day that yeah. we were there but the, I had, we, yeah yeah i was i was me. <laughs> we saw a bunch 
Don't do that to me. No, we, we saw them. They were they were just skirting us at fifty five yards. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. But like I, like this morning, like I was, I had it deer at seven yards, and then today I had one top pinned, you know, at yeah. nineteen yards. And but the situation of my sit today, I was like, okay, well, there's like a like we've had consistent, you know, shooter deers, you yeah. know, bucks come in here, so let's just wait and like. But even then, I was just like drawing back on one it's just like i'm like i'm not afraid to just like like every every fiber in my body wanted to just draw it back and just shoot it like it doesn't matter like so it's just that's i mean i love bow hunting like Mm -hmm. i've honestly i've never killed a deer with a gun like they've only been just just bows and so like just because growing up we grew up in the city of mobile so you can't just go out and you know you know sight in the 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 gun in the backyard <laughs> right. so yeah it's just yeah. set up you can shoot a bow in the backyard right so mm-hmm. that's what i mean after school you know 16 years old that was just what i did and so yeah. it was just kind of like and then i just fell in love with it and then you harvest your first deer with it and it just it hooks you like right your hook line and sinker it's just okay. like okay this is the kind of this is you got i want to be in them <clears throat> like so well i already and 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 to touch on that too it's like that was my first archery deer I shot. I've I've shot a deer with a rifle before, but now it's like, well, I wanted a bow before, but now I really want a bow. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. We did our job. Then. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm the saying. Mission accomplished. Like I already had a plan on getting one, but now I'm like, all right, I got to expedite this process. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, awesome. That means we did a good job then. Yeah. No, y'all oh, did, man. It's, it's job. like I said, dude. I mean, to, for me, this was the hang. Like this was just a weekend with friends, and we were just glad to really come down. Yeah. And I'd say this. This kind of speaks to like a testament to y'all it's like to the listener these guys are like the same people they are on the podcast and in, in real life like they, 100%. they're just good dudes and how well, they Gary act and and, I rave about it almost yeah. every time we get in the truck we're like dude i mean these guys are just normal people you know yeah. it, and it feels like family hanging oh, out yeah dude we, little do y'all know we've been putting on a show the whole <laughs> yeah and I, I hate jordan yeah <laughs> he is the worst <laughs> <laughs> But like that, yeah. It's like the exact same, and it speaks to the testament. <laughs> they don't of you know guys. how to take a compliment. I know. Apparently. No, we don't, I, we don't I appreciate either. that. I really, no, <laughs> no. All, j- all jokes aside, we, it comes from we offer. If you've listened to the podcast, you have you've heard me and Jordan are sarcastic, sarcastic to each other all the time. Right. So, no, for sure. That, I, I appreciate that though. I really, yeah. No problem. It means a lot. Um, well, we've been talking for thirty-eight minutes, and it is. Is eleven fourteen p.m. right now, and y'all are, and so we're we got talking one more about sit in the morning. Yeah, that's it. We're talking about this like it's over. Like, and it, y'all have one more sit in the morning. So, so we're there's gonna, still a chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> you're saying <laughs> talking about one in a million, Lloyd. <laughs> I'm gonna be slinging the air tomorrow for sure. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Opportunity yeah. rise. I'm gonna yeah. sling. So, um, yeah, we gotta take these boys. Got one more chance in the morning. It's eleven fourteen. We're tired. They did a uh, bonfire con- concert because they're good people, and uh, we're going to let them get some rest. So, uh, Charlie, Gary. Hey, appreciate y'all, boys. Thanks, boys. Quite enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. So, we're going to sign off. We're going to get some sleep. As always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast. <laughs>